You are a verb. The activity of life itself happening in, through, in, as you. Your every thought, word, deed, and emotion creates a demand in the universe. A demand to convert your inner vibration into outer manifestation. Everything about you is a yes to something. Where is your yes? Greetings and welcome to the Where Is Your Yes podcast. I'm Reverend Deborah Johnson, also known as Rev D. So happy to be spending this time with you. In this podcast, we go back to the basics about spirituality, about ourselves as spiritual beings. We connect with the divine at deeper levels. I often share during these podcasts, divine downloads. They are messages that come to me quite often in the form of letters. I'm going to be sharing from one of these in my book called The Sacred Yes, which is volume one of the letters from the Infinite series. I'm going to be sharing the second half of uh, this particular letter. I shared the first half in the episode titled Healing is a Journey. That actually is the title of the letter that I'm going to be reading from Healing is um, a Journey. The letter starts on page uh, 117, and I'm going to be reading from the second paragraph of section three to the end uh, of the letter. I'll be sharing uh, it with you the way that I can most remember hearing the letter. What is your deep intent, my child? And remember not to confuse desire with intent. In desire... There is simply longing. Desire is elevated to intent when you are determined to take the actions necessary for your desires to be made manifest. When your intent is to be healed, to be available to me, then you consciously choose to release the things in your life that weigh you down and impede your journey. You become a spiritual traveler, continuing to empty the storage bins of your life. What is a storage bin anyway, but a place where you keep things that you do not use? You keep them because you may need them later, and because they give you a sense of who you are in the world. You do this too much, all of you. You get the sense of who you are by what you have accumulated along the way, whether you're actively using it or not. Even if you turn your back on it, pretend that it's not there. Never go to reclaim any of it, 
it's still taking up psychic space for which you are paying daily. Nothing you have is strictly your possession. There will come a time in time, there will come a time when others, especially those close to you, have to sift and sort through the maze of your gunk, especially the parts that most affect them. Even your thoughts are not your private possessions. Remember that you manifest what you think about. And what you manifest is there for others to experience as well. Your individual thoughts become part of the collective atmosphere in which all of you must live. The vibrations of your individual as well as your collective thoughts leave a legacy of consciousness that future generations inherit. It is important that you understand this. Your lack of availability to me, your unwillingness on your part to heal, has an impact on the entire planet. In your society, you proclaim that the whole is the sum of its parts. However, The implication of this regarding consciousness and human conditions tends to fall on deaf ears, much like the current warnings about global warming. Even though you can see the effects, such as the horrific storm El Nino, it still doesn't quite sink in that everyone must make a change in order to make the planet a healthier and saner place in which to live. Healing is forever. For I am in a constant process of restoring everything, of bringing it back to a place of balance and equilibrium. I can work in no other way. I cannot heal everything else in the world and leave you out. You are an integral part of the all. Less of your attention needs to be on what you think you're losing, and more of it needs to be on the capacity you are developing, the capacity to feel me more, to express me more, to be more of me as you. Is there anything else more worthy of your attention than this? Don't waste your energy. Healing requires that you cling to me more than your stuff. That you prioritize your relationship with me Above all else, when you're going through your human trials and tribulations, you have a tendency to equate going through drama with healing. However, it's not really healing 
unless in some place deep within your being, you're willing to let go of the drama so that you can move on to the understanding of your oneness with me. Many of you think that you're willing to let go, but what you are most willing to let go of is your discomfort with the circumstances that you are in. There is a you that's clinging to being right, that is assuming that things ought to be this way or that way. You are, in fact, still clinging to the drama. Too many of you associate being calm, being dead. If, in fact, things are too peaceful, you assume that you're not alive. Where did this association of pain and being alive come from, my child? I will not answer this. Just breathe me. Just breathe me. Take in and let go. Just breathe. I invite you to do that. Just breathe right now. Healing is not a fixing. Healing is a restoration. It's a restoration. There's a perfect pattern that never gets disturbed by all of the outer thing. Healing requires that we be open. It requires that we be available mentally, physically, emotionally. Healing requires that we let go of the drama. In another letter, I, I, I love this one very short line that drama is optional. Drama is optional. We sometimes, as another letter reminds us, think that the victory is just simply in uh, the overcoming. And thinking that we create more things that we actually have to overcome. And we're reminded, don't create anything more than you're willing to forgive. Healing is your natural state. You don't have to strive for it. 
it's what naturally exists. Don't interfere. There's a big difference of feeling like it's something that you have to make happen versus something that you just have to allow to happen. When we're really about healing, we're willing to see with fresh new eyes. When we're really about healing, we're willing to understand that there's more than just what meets the eye. The universe loves you. The great I am doesn't want to hurt you. The great I am wants to be itself in, through, and as you. In, through, and as you. Too often we think that We have to accomplish some prerequisites. We have these things in our mind that have to happen first. I have to get out of this relationship before I can do this thing or that thing. I have to get out of this job or I have to get into this new job. Um, My kids have to be out of the house Uh, I need to lose this weight uh, before I can be attractive. I need to finish this educational program uh, before I'll be able to be uh, self-sufficient financially. All these different things that we think have to happen first. Then all of our attention goes to manifesting the prerequisite. So we actually put the desires of our heart on hold. On hold. I can't have that until I've done this, 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 or that. No, 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 no. The only thing that ever needs to be healed is just the sense of separation, that's all. It's just the sense of separation. What are you feeling separate from? Are you feeling separate from your good, from your wealth, from your own self, your health, from the connection to the divine, other people? What? The things that we chase after are just symbols. That's all. We we chase after relationships as a symbol of love. We chase after the careers as a symbol of success or financial security. It's just a symbol. But the symbol is not the essence. It's not the essence. It's like a song to music. A song is finite. All of music cannot fit into a single song. Every song is a part of music. A relationship 
is an expression of love. But all of love cannot fit into a single relationship. But all relationships are somewhere within the spectrum of love. When we get stuck on the symbols and we're busy chasing after those, we think that without their presence, the essence isn't there. So if I don't have this relationship, then there's no love. If I don't have this particular employment or source of income, then there's no prosperity or there's no abundance. Mm -mm. The healing comes when you know that's who you are. It's who you are. We have to resonate with it. We have to vibe it. We have to see ourselves as it. We have such integrity that our psyche will not allow ourselves to hold on to anything that we don't think we deserve. That's something, isn't it? If you don't think that you deserve it, you can't hold on to it. Even if you manifest it, you'll be consciously afraid of losing it. You may just Manifest that person that you think is just like the perfect divine right mate. But if you don't think that you're lovable, if you haven't healed the places of woundedness within your own self, you're going to always be afraid of losing them. If you haven't changed your consciousness around wealth, around uh, prosperity, you could win the lottery. And you'll just be a poor person with a lot of money. And eventually, you'll lose that. Studies have shown that time and time again, where within a couple of years of a big windfall, most people don't have the money anymore. Because they haven't healed their relationship with money. They thought that money was going to make them something. Because they didn't bother to heal the underlying demons within themselves to realize that whatever it is that they thought that they were going to be when they got the money, that's who they already are. Whomever you think you're going to be when you get the job, that's who you are now. Whomever you think you're going to be when you get the relationship, that's who you are now. The healing is in the recognizing that. Don't put more obstacles. Don't put more stumbling blocks. Don't put more hoops in front of you. Don't even think of the word work as being hard. When you tell yourself that it's hard, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) 
I remember my mother used to tell me, <laughs> child, you have worn yourself out and you haven't even started yet. <laughs> and it was true. It was true. <laughs> when you settle in and allow healing to be your daily practice, where every day you're more excited to see what false idea you're going to break through, what old habit or pattern are you going to be a less a little less attached to the next day. What breakthrough and awareness that you're having. In this way, continuously healing doesn't feel like a burden. Quite the contrary. It's this divine adventure that you go through in life. Not adding on to yourself but every day allowing something to be dropped so the real you can see itself. I want to leave you with this image. Sometimes the spirit letters will remind us that we are all diamonds in the rough. And it says that the diamonds that shine the brightest are the ones with the most cuts on them the most facets because the cuts allow the light to shine through. It becomes like a prism. So you go through the situation from one particular perspective and you put a facet on it and then it gets turned upside down and you go through it again from another angle. Boom. Another cut, another facet as you break through it that way and you turn it to the left a little bit, a little slightly different iteration of the same thing. Boom, another cut on the diamond. You go through the little from the right. Boom, cut on the diamond till you have cuts on all sides as you keep coming back to these same issues over and over again, but slightly different angles. Spirit says, let the cuts be for gladness that the diamonds that shine the brightest are the ones with the most cuts on them. It's like a rainbow of color that comes through. Hmm. Let your cuts be for gladness. There's a healing going on. And it's called you. Take a breath. So glad to have shared this time with you. And please come back for another episode of this particular podcast, but also check out my other podcasts as well. Peace and blessings to you. Thank you for being with us. Check out my other podcast shows and follow me on Facebook, 
Instagram, and Twitter. What's on your mind? Please visit my website at revdnow.com and join the conversation on my Where Is Your Yes blog. You can submit a question or comment and join the contact list. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. Where is your yet?